Hi guys! <laughs> Sorry, I get excited every time. It never goes away. Um, welcome to the newest episode of What's Your Damage, Duffy? Um, so, today I wanted to talk about my Halloween favorites. Because, as you guys might have noticed, um, it's October which is like damn crazy, 2021 is about to be over, like, I'm, I'm fucked, the whole situation is fucked, but time's a construct, so let's just fuck it, I think I just said fuck for five times in like 20 seconds, but that's not relevant, so Halloween is my favorite time of the year, no cap, I would say Halloween over Christmas because I just, like, fall is my favorite season. I prefer the vibes over anything and everything. Maybe I said this before, but I personally hate summer and spring is full of bees and I'm very much scared of bees. Um, so winter and fall are the ones that are left and to me fall like there is sun in it but then it's cold so you're not like sweating your ass off and you know candles orange leaves gilmore girls um horror movies and it's just like school like it's all very much good vibes and i fucking love it like I am totally a fall girl and I mean it's I have been in love with fall since I was a little kid I think I can say like summer has never been my favorite time of the year at some point in middle school I I think I really really loved like December like you know Christmas was coming up you know Zoila was actually a big deal at that time so she would be um uploading what were they called vlogmas yeah those like every day and i would just wait for it to see her like um drink the what was that called oh gingerbread latte and like we would find stuff from m m what the fuck um from h&m like Christmas decorations and like sweaters and like pajamas and we would think we were super cool you know for the season whatever it was it was a great time but for now like right now I would say I am a complete fall girl and I wanted to give you guys some movie suggestions to watch over this season not necessarily October, not necessarily Halloween night. You can just spread it a little and just watch it over fall in general. Um, I watch some of these movies um, in summer because I usually don't have any time at all um, in fall, to be completely honest with you. Oh, I'm out of breath. Sorry, guys. I just ate a big ass pizza and then I was crying and then I'm here sorry <laughs> so what was i saying shit this happens all the time i shouldn't be allowed to 
record a podcast. Okay, whatever. Yeah, about not having time. Yeah, I'm like stressing out like crazy right now. The week after the week ahead of us is my midterms week. And I'm stressing the fuck out. Like, I could be cursing all day long and it still wouldn't be enough to express how stressed out I actually am. Um, I actually cannot deal with it. I don't even know. Like, um, I've been suffering from anxiety for such a long time. And now that my classes are, like, more and more intense, it's getting worse. And I have no idea what to do. I mean, I do know what I want to do with my future, but I just don't know if I'll be able to get there. I am usually confident because especially this year with the IB, like I'm taking stuff that I'm actually interested in. So like the classes, the assignments are always super fun to me. Don't call me a nerd. Like if you thought to yourself, oh, she's such a nerd, like just shut the fuck up, please. Um, But with math... Um, like, oh my god, math is making me feel so bad, I want to throw up. I was never able to get math, and I don't want to, like, encode that in my brain, but, like, it's just the way it has been. I was that girl who cried, um, on the kitchen table while her dad was trying to teach her math. I, like, that actually happened. But, yeah, I'm just dealing with the stress. Like, I haven't studied seriously for a while now since last year. Our exams were just online and stuff. Um, So, it's really a different thing. And, I mean, I wasn't even going to record this. At some point, I was just like, okay, I don't have time for this. But I really want to have a schedule for this podcast. And that's really important to me. Like to do an episode once in every two weeks. I think that's something I can do and hopefully I will be doing it because let me think of it, I'm recording an episode right before my intense period starts. Um, period. That sounded like like menstruation. That's coming up too, but I meant like The two weeks ahead of me, I have exams and to study. And after that, my fall break starts. And that's exactly two weeks, which is actually great because I can record an episode once my midterms are over. Yeah, that's great. So the next time you guys listen to me, I'll be way more relieved, I guess. I mean, I'm always stressed. I... I'm just walking anxiety. It never goes away. Like, I have meds too, but, you know, you never know when a panic attack is coming. It's been that way since the 8th grade. Um, yeah, wow, this got dark. Whatever. I'm okay, guys. Don't worry, don't worry. It's normal stuff. Um, what was I gonna say? If you're dealing with anxiety or whatever, just know that it's going to be okay. Um, There were times where I honestly thought I was going to die because of my panic attacks. I was like, okay, this is it. There's something wrong with me. I also suffer from health anxiety. 
So I'd just be like, okay, I'm having a heart attack. I'm going to die. Or I was, I'd just be like, oh my God, I have a tumor in my brain and somewhere. And I would just go crazy over it. And it never made sense. But like, I always thought of the worst thing that could happen. Um, There were so many time periods where um, I would suffer from night terrors and for a while I thought I would never be able to sleep comfortably ever again and like you know without waking up in the middle of the night all sweaty like I thought it was never gonna go away and it does I promise you it does if you're at a bad point in your life it's never gonna last forever just know that I know how much it feels like it's never ever going away but I promise you I swear I like 100% it is gonna go away think about all the bad days that you have survived why would you not survive this one okay just think of it that way um I'm not even trying to make you feel better. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, I'm not lying to myself right now. I am totally behind what I'm saying to you guys. And thinking that always helps me. And another thing that calms me down is watching movies. Especially horror movies. Okay, I don't watch horror movies when I'm anxious. That's like the... Worst thing you can do. Don't do that. Watch Emma Chamberlain vlogs. That 100% helps with your anxiety attacks, panic attacks. But don't watch horror movies. But if you're in a fall mood, if you're in a silly goofy fall mood, then you should totally hear about these movies I'm about to tell you. And I think in the end, I'm going to tell you my favorite Halloween movies as well. So... Let's get started. Okay, so I think I'm going to start with some of the classic um, horror movies that you can watch over fall and like Halloween. The first thing I'm going to suggest is actually Halloween, um, 1978, the original one, not the 2018 one, although I haven't seen that one. Um, as you guys know from the summary horror movie suggestions episode, I really love the classics. I love their vibes. I love the 80s vibes and Halloween was made in 1978. Um, it got 7.7. I, I think I'd give it a solid 8. And I love the soundtrack, like that main theme. I could listen to that in my free time like I would I could just like by my own will I can just go to Spotify and just like listen to it that's how much I love the fucking main theme and like it has never happened with like uh another horror movie main theme and it's just such a classic if you hear it you'll probably be like oh I've heard of this before um and the movie itself is such a classic it's what it, it it's what started like lots of stereotypical stereotypical horror movie um how do you like features um let me 
Oh, it was directed by John Carpenter. If you've heard of his name, I mean, you must have. So it's about Michael Myers, my man, murdering his sister about 15 years before the movie starts, let's say, let's say. Like, we do see, like, a little part of that. But the main thing is he escapes the mental hospital. And he comes back to get his revenge, kind of, from the town he's from. um, Which is Haddonfield, Illinois. (laughs) Of course I memorized that. There is no way that I have IMDb right in front of me (laughs) right now. Um... It's just amazing. It's... uh, (laughs) Fuck. Sorry. It's a series, actually. Um, I haven't seen the sequel or anything. Because I'm scared. Because with these things, everyone is like, oh, the sequel sucked. Like, it's... it's, Nothing can um, compare to the first one. The original one. Like, that's what everyone says. So, I'm just not even risking it like the first one got a 7.7 and the second one got a got a 6.5 if it helps to understand at all and the 2018 one also got a 6.5 um so it's probably not that good and i can use that as an excuse um for not watching it Although, you know my actual reason. I just love the old ones better. And the second one is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my god. Um, oh, I love this so much. It's one of the first... I think this is what got me into old horror movies. Because my mom used to have this story where my grandma and grandpa was out for dinner and I have two aunts so all three of them were home alone and it was like night time and they just wanted to go crazy and watch A Nightmare on Elm Street um, by themselves because my grandma and grandpa wouldn't let them so while they weren't home they wanted to watch it and then they watched it and then my 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 youngest aunt had to like sleep in the same bed with my mom for days that's how scared they were and my mom was very annoyed by it but like she always remembers it as like this super scary movie and I grew up with that story and then I was just like oh my god Nightmare on Elm Street Nightmare on Elm Street and you know, I started watching horror movies with, like, the contemporary ones. But one day, um, I saw it somewhere and I was like, why not watch it? And, oh my god, let me tell you best I best decision I've ever made. It got a 7.5. It was made in 1984. And it's one of my Halloween favorites. Actually, it's not in that section. Like, these are just some classic um, horror movie suggestions right now. Like, this part of the episode. But it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. 
um, probably my favorite classic. It's like they thought of it. Like the whole idea is so smart, and I can't believe it was made in the eighties. Like the special effects are just amazing, considering the time. You know, like Freddy is such an icon. Like Johnny Depp is in it, and he's just the little, like he's the cutest little pie ever in it. You know, with his like crop top and stuff, like. It's such a classic and like the vibes, like the 80s vibes and that movie is great. And it was made by Wes Craven, the king himself, uh, which also, who also made Scream, which I'm also going to talk about. And a lot of other horror movies. Um, he is, oh my god, this man, a genius, a literal, literal genius. So it's basically about Freddy, who is this crazy ass bitch that kills teens slash kids in their dreams. So the like throughout the movie, they just try not to fall asleep because when they see him in their dream, they fight. And then if they die in the dream, they're dead in real life, too. So they have to fight against them. And most of the time they try not to fall asleep at all. But if they do, they have to beat them. This also has a sequel. This has like, just like Halloween. I think this has like three more movies. But their ratings are just uh, the worst. So again, I didn't see it. But watch the first one. It's such a classic. I was like amazed by how Craven came up with the idea of the movie like the synopsis because it's just so creative to me considering the period of time and like it just set a lot of again stereotypes for the horror genre and as I said such an icon um the last one in the classics section is Scream. Oh, amazing, amazing 90s masterpiece. It got a 7.3 on IMDb. Um, 1996, also made by Wes Craven. Oh, you guys know Scream, obviously. You guys know the um, infamous opening scene with that little like blonde girl not little why did I say that that sounded creepy sorry with that blonde girl with short hair and the mask um it's amazing I love the main character I love the whole school vibes going on in the background I love the killers I actually love the entire series like I watched all four of them and I love every single one of them I watched the first movie for the first time when I was like 11 and I enjoyed it just so much like and for a while as I said I don't really have the time to watch movies right now but for so many times I was just like oh I feel kind of down let me rewatch Scream like that's how much I love the series like it it just 
I don't know, like, the atmosphere and, like, the synopsis again, like, this guy who just kill kills people, but, like, calls them beforehand and, like, they're high schoolers and, like, the entire thing is chaos, like, when the killer first comes up and it's, like, a small town and everyone's like, what the fuck, and the school closes you know, that apocalyptic feeling, once again, as I th- talked about for, like, 50 minutes um, in the last episode. Which, by the way, I want to add, I know how much I repeat myself. Because I don't really have a script for these. Like, I just talk and I do repeat myself a lot. Like, I just did it. But I don't really edit it. Because, first of all, I'm very, very lazy. Second of all, I never have the time to do that at all. Um, I literally have to schedule pooping. That's how much I don't have time. Um, That was Tamai. Third of all, I want this to be as raw as possible. Like, I just really wanted to feel like I'm just having a chat with you guys. But you're just shutting the fuck up and I'm the one who's doing the talking. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you ever wonder, like, why does she ever, like, cut the parts where she repeats herself? Or, like, where she mispronounces something? Or where she, she just goes blank? That's why. Those are the reasons. Well, Scream. Amazing. Love the main character, as I said. Love the woman who plays the main character. She's just uh, so pretty. And those were my classic horror movie suggestions for this season. Now, I want to go a little childish. I don't know why I felt like it. Because some of these are just um, what made me me. As a kid, like I gr- grew up with these, and that's what got me into the horror genre, especially Tim Burton in general. I love every single one of his movies. I know that he's a little problematic, but I love him so much, and I base my personality on his movies so much that I couldn't care less. I'm so sorry. Like, if Apex listening to this, she's gonna be like, You're such an asshole. And I mean, I know, and I'm sorry, but Ipek, it's Tim Burton, man. Like, uh, you know? But I would say totally watch Paranormal. No, (laughs) wait, 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 wait. Oh, Paranorman. Oh my God, yes. It's about a kid who sees ghosts. And, like, he's just, like, dealing with them with his friends. But, again, it's, like, if you like kids stuff, but, like, still a little adult and still a little, you know, like, still contains horror aspects in it, definitely watch it. The The graphics are great. Like, the whole atmosphere is, once again, great. I really love, like... The cartoon style, if you know what I mean. And it's just great. I love it. I've seen it in the cinemas. Came out in 2012. Wow. 
I was such a baby when I first saw it. Got a seven. It's amazing. Um, I would also say watch Frankenweenie by Tim Burton. It's also great. Tim Burton is great. <laughs> um, there's also Monster House. I love that. I used to rewatch that when I felt bad, but this happened like this used to happen when I was like eight, nine, and then I stopped. But it's so good. It's so fun. The characters, the the graphics, everything is amazing. It came out in twenty two thousand and six. It got a six point six. Again, you could enjoy it a lot, especially during this Halloween season. Um. I'd also say watch My Babysitter's a Vampire, which is a Disney chan- Channel series. It's just ah uh, amazing. the The theme song I can't stop listening to it. I can't stop thinking about the idea of a guy listening to the song, thinking about me. That would just be the coolest shit ever. Like, I want to be that girl next door. You know what I'm saying? I'm bullshitting again. Um, whatever. Then I also want to say Scooby-Doo. What started everything? Like, literally, what started everything? What started my interest in horror, criminology, mysteries, um, weed, <laughs> eating? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like that kind of set the mood for my entire movie slash music slash TV series, you know, interests. That kind of like set the mood for all of my favorites. Like that kind of just determined, like Scooby Doo kind of just determined everything that I'll ever be interested in throughout my whole life. I know how absurd and how exaggerated this statement sounds but I mean I think about it and it makes sense like I used to watch it all the time they would make us watch it in kindergarten and I just be I just fucking wait for those days like a crazy bitch and I just loved it I loved it I love the fact that my name was very similar to Daphne I just be like, oh my god, I'm Daphne, I'm Daphne. And I just see that as a very cool thing. Because I'm like, oh my god, I'm going for adventures and stuff. Yay. Like, and like scary stuff. And like, yeah. Ugh. I loved everything about Scooby-Doo. The main theme. I mean, the main, the theme song. Once again, amazing. A classic. A very iconic song. I'm not gonna sing it. I'm never ever singing anything in this podcast in front of people. But great. Definitely check it out. And is there another thing? So that's it for the kids section. Now I want to talk about some serious stuff. Okay, I had to... Take a little hydration break because serious shit, as I said. <laughs> um, 
by hydration, I meant literally coffee, which makes you even thirstier, if you guys didn't know. That's why. Like, it kind of... There is a there is a scientific explanation. So, like, you have to drink more water than you normally do um, on the days that you drink coffee. But I drink a lot of coffee. It's not a healthy amount. I'm not saying it in a, oh my god, I'm so cold. Like, I drink coffee all the time. Like, oh my god, like, Lorelai, like... No, I'm not saying in that way. I love Lorelai, by the way. I'm just, like, trying to say that I'm not trying to make it sound like it's a cool thing. Like, it's just I wake up and if I don't drink coffee, I'm just, like, super kind of, like, dreary um, all day. And, like, just yesterday I was thinking about how much coffee makes me want to throw up. Especially these days because I drink it so much that it's just, like, I'm fucking sick of the taste of it. Like, I'm so sick of it. And I just, like, I'm so used to that taste. Like, I just don't want it anymore. It makes me want to throw up. And I still do it. If that proves that I'm not saying this to sound cool. Um, I love water. Water is my favorite drink. Um, yeah. So, now that we're done with the break... It's time for the sponsor. <laughs> wow, that would have been crazy though. Like if 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 I was seriously saying that, like wow, what would be the sponsor of this video specifically? I have no idea. Like I actually have no idea. Maybe like Hot Topic. That would be the coolest shit ever. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Now that I thought of it, I'm never ever stop. I'm never ever stopping to think about this. That's not a correct sentence. Fuck it. So I also wanted to have a section where I talk about the movies that actually made me really scared and more importantly disturbed. The movies that I'm going to be talking about right now are the ones that really really disturbed me like in a crazy level and I would never ever rewatch them. Um like I love slasher movies, they give me comfort, but with these movies they actually make you sick to the stomach. And they're just as I said, disturbing. I love scary. I love I love thriller, I love murder, you know, I love blood. These are mostly psychological, um, at least the aspects of it that made me disturbed were psychological, I feel like. I haven't really analyzed what made me feel disturbed about these, but like, I just know that they made me feel super duper disturbed. And, oh my god, did I just say super duper? Like, shut the fuck up. And it's like 9pm right now. And I don't even know if I want to be talking about these movies. Like, that's how much I just want to leave them behind. But I want to give these suggestions if you're ever like, oh, I can't even get scared this Halloween. I want to watch some real shit that's going to 
just really gonna scare me and like like I want to watch something that's that'll make it impossible for me to sleep tonight if you're in that mood I didn't want to exclude you and I wanted to give some suggestions on that as well because I'm a movie enthusiast and I have something for every type of people um this podcast is where people unite (laughs) no I'm kidding I should like actually stop oh my god okay let's start with the movies in my opinion I'm gonna go from least disturbing to the most disturbing the first one is Annabelle the trilogy I think my favorite one is the second one and it's it really scares the shit out of you and it's based on a real story if you guys didn't know like the couple and then there's this museum that Annabelle was in but because of the problems it caused they closed the museum a while ago in case you didn't know because I would being the crazy bitch I am I would just google it and try to get some tickets for that museum and then I just saw like permanently closed and I'm like huh why and then it's just like there's so many stories about like um Annabelle haunting these people who weren't nice to her in the museum like if you just kind of made fun of her or if you were just like huh you're not real or something like that like some people had some car crashes and like some people just started feeling off like cold and like nauseous and like Ugh, I still get goosebumps. Like, it's just scary shit. And the movie itself was very scary. It's some psycho shit. And I love it. By the way, now that I said psycho, I think I can add psycho, the original one, like 1960s one, to the classic horror movie section. Because I love that one as well. Like, the shower scene and stuff. You know, if you're looking for a place to start with the classics if you want to be a douchebag and like act pretentious all the time um you can watch psycho um it's it was good it's like if you want to know the classics you shouldn't be saying that you're into classics without watching psycho it was on netflix at some point i think last year because I remember watching it on Netflix because I was like oh my god Psycho is on Netflix I'm there is no way I'm missing it and then I watched it because of the quality it's really hard to find outside of Netflix and enjoy the movie so if it's on Netflix I say just watch it it's like black and white and it's just like that's so cool I love black and white movies actually it's just um the aesthetic of them is just uh good whatever Annabelle is great it's about a haunted doll just cursing people and the second one it's set in an orphanage um haunting disabled kids and stuff I think um and yeah it's really scary um the other like the first and third movie is also good but I love the second one the best and the second one is actually the first movie that I've seen from the trilogy in a weird way because you know I was gonna go there like I was gonna see it with my friends it was like summer in cinema it had just come out 
and they were just like, oh, like, you're not going to be confused because of, like, it doesn't matter when you watch the first one. Like, you don't have to watch it in an order, as I understood from what my friend said. Because, like, it goes back, you saw what happened, but then you don't really have to know what happened before to understand the events that are taking place at that moment in the movie. So you can watch that first or like only if you want um the second one is dead silence it's also one of the first movies um horror movies i've seen i also saw that with my friends the same friend group um uh, we were cool kids we are cool kids i just haven't seen them in a while whatever it was like winter and we were just like my friends my friend was like have you guys seen that silence and we were like no and like holy shit we gotta see it and it was on netflix at that time it's not on netflix anymore i think by the way another movie that used to be on netflix the visit that was also very much disturbing um full of crazy old people that was very disturbing now that i remember whatever um that silence it's about a puppet that is cursed and the woman who owns it which is kind of a ghost is also cursed but the woman is so scary like just google like the woman in that silence and like her face which is surfacing right right in front of my eyes right now she is so scary and i'm not comfortable right now like now that i'm thinking of her face I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with the puppet either, but like the woman. And I just feel like something's touching me right now. I got paranoid again because that's just how that movie was. Watch it if if you want some real shit. If you're like, oh, I want some fun. I want some, you know, little jump scares. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to like finish the movie and just go, Ugh. And more like, Ugh, yeah, like don't watch Dead Silence. But if you want something that's actually disturbing, if you're like so depressed that you like the only way you can feel something is by feeling disturbed, watch this. It'll work. It'll make you feel stuff. Not in a good way at all, though. Um, damn, and I watched that when I was like 12. Ugh. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm kind of fucked in the head, but like I get it because some of the things that I watched at the specific ages they like it really shouldn't have been that way and my uh like why did my parents not supervise at all they should have you know at that point i'm like oh my god my parents are so cool but like they should have like it traumatized me um i'm okay though it just made me more anxious and like anxious anxious and more paranoid than i maybe normally would have grown up to be if i hadn't seen some of the movies that i saw at that age um the next one is unfriended there are two movies unfriended one unfriended two and they're both fucking 
disgusting. Like, it's not disgusting. There's no porn or whatever. But it's, like, realistic. Because it's about, like, it's, it is set in a computer screen. If you know what I mean. Like, no, that sounded like it's Matrix or something. No, like, it's like you are just watching a screen recording. You know, like, there's no, there's no, like, they don't change the rooms they're in. Like, the characters just always sitting in front of their laptop and just stuff happens. They're hacked. Their lives are ruined consecutively. But the ways that they, like, the ways that that shit happens is just so crazy. And it makes you so scared because, like... We use the compute. We use our computers just like those people do, and how easy it is for that to happen to us is so disturbing, and it makes me want to throw my computer out of my window. They just makes me. They 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 just make me super disturbed, and they just ugh. Unfriended one, unfriended two. I think unfriended two was worse. Which I watched again first. Because they're just like... There are different characters. And different events. In like... With the same outline. So you can watch the second one first if you want. But again... Like please don't watch it that late at night. Like you can't go to bed after that. It's just... It leaves that really weird feeling... Um, in you. And like you have to watch something... Funny and goofy afterwards for sure... And I watched the second one late at night, which just wasn't nice. It just gets you all dreary and like gloomy. But then at the same, like something's wrong, but you don't even know what. You know what I'm saying? You're like mentally fucked. But at the same time, you're like, what's exactly wrong? But then you you can never tell. And um, speaking of which, the last one, the Blair Witch Project, the 2016 one. By the way, I didn't say any of the ratings of these movies, but I mean, do does it matter? Like, they're just really disturbing. Plus, you can just Google these. Maybe I should just start telling you my own ratings. I would give Annabelle, the second movie, an 8. The first movie, like a 6.5, and, and the third movie, like a 7. Um, that Silence, I would give it an 8 as well. Unfriended, I would give them a six, like both of them. Yeah, they were just disturbing. They were, they weren't like good. Um, and the Blair Witch, I would give it like a seven, I guess, six and a half. Um, I remember my mom talking to me about this movie, the nineteen ninety nine version. She was like, "Oh, it came out, and it's not." filmed in a traditional way it's filmed like in the movie characters are filming their experience with like a hand camera if that's what they're called and that's how you watch a movie like you watch the movie like it's like you're watching the recordings and filmings of the characters in the movie so she told me how interesting that was at that time because no one had ever done something like that before. Like, um, 
like filmed a movie in that style so it was pretty new to them but the one I watched was a 2016 one with better quality obviously but in the same format um that movie oh my god took like five years away from my lifetime not even kidding or maybe eight years I don't even know guys like it was just it made me want to kill myself the end as well if you saw Megan is missing the feeling you get from that movie is like almost the same as the Blair Witch Project um yeah so Megan is missing would also be on this list I guess like this section like the disturbing ones section um yeah man the ending like the the last 15 minutes like I can still visualize the details and stuff and I'm just like fuck I wish I'd never seen it but then it's so powerful like how disturbed it can make me feel like how just trapped it made me feel and how unsettled it made me feel it was crazy but if you want to get traumatized for life watch the Blair Witch Project you can watch Megan Missing as well because Megan Missing is on YouTube actually shouldn't be allowed at all shouldn't be accessed that easily at all in my opinion call me a radical I don't fucking care it really shouldn't um and yeah this was the very disturbing part now that we're done with that, I want to talk about my own Halloween favorites that are actually not horror movies at all. But these are all kind of cult movies. Um, if you have seen them, you'll it'll make sense that they're my favorites because they're kind of like my personality does correlate correlate to these movies and like some aspects of these movies um so I feel like it'll all make sense but if you've never seen them please please watch them like this is the best season to watch these movies and I just wish I could see them for the first time again and like when you get like when you still have that chance just do it Ugh, I got excited I love these movies all so much I would give all of these 10 stars and I think all of my Halloween favorites would also be my all-time favorite movies if you know what I mean um yeah let's start so let me start with my all-time favorite Tim Burton movies Edward Scissorhands and Corpse Bride both of them have Johnny Depp in it Edward Scissorhands has Venona in it as well. And I'm sure you've heard of Venona and Johnny Depp like being together and like they were just the greatest couple of the century, probably, in my opinion. Not even the 90s, but like all time favorite couple. And everyone is just like most of the people just think that they were in fact perfect for each other, but it was just not the right timing for both of them which is just so fucking heartbreaking 
to think, but I love them. I love it when they're working together. Um, the photos from the filming of Edward Scissorhands are like the cutest photos ever, especially if you're into goth aesthetic. You will love this movie. It's it's like the blueprint of a goth movie. And I have like a little picture of them like right in front of me on my wall. And I love this movie. I love the music. Um, if you're an emotional and sensitive person, this could this movie can just be your savior because like you'll just really relate to Edward and like the love story is just so touching. The end as well, you just cry your ass off, to be honest. But like, it's like snowy, like, you know, goth. So like, I think watching it over like this month or like, you know, this season would give it a special effect. You know, like in front of your um, fireplace, if you have one you know, wrapped in a blanket with, like, hot chocolate. Oh, I wish I had done that. <laughs> Maybe I should rewatch it at that time, but I refuse to rewatch or reread stuff because I am... I don't even know. Like, I'm such a dumbass. If you ask me, I'm way too young to be rereading and rewatching stuff because I'm just super young and I'm supposed to be get getting exposed to new stuff you know th- these are just exploring ages not rewatch stuff because that makes me feel like I am so new to this life and there's just so many more things that I need to be exploring and like discovering and like watching reading that the ones that I've already seen slash watched uh seen slash read are just like I feel like I shouldn't be that settled because I don't know it kind of gives me this feeling like oh I've already seen everything I love I've already found my favorites in life and now I'm just gonna be redoing them like that doesn't make sense to me when I rewatch stuff I'm usually I usually feel very much guilty because like it's not something new is something I've already done and it doesn't feel productive at all, which is very toxic. Don't ever think that, okay? If something makes you um, feel comfortable, you know, relaxed, just like happier, just watch it over and over again. Who cares? Like, yeah, just please. I'm just like telling you how I think, but I'm not necessarily saying that it's a good thing. It's the worst like uh, this whole productivity culture is killing all of us and I wish someone would just fucking stop it you know um my second favorite is Beetlejuice which again has Winona in it Winona owns this season I don't care what you think at all when it comes to this Miss Ma'am owns the season. She is in literally every single one of the most iconic Halloween movies. And she's such a queen. I love her characters. I just always, you know, take apart 
of her characters to build my personality. And I'm happy with the person I am today, to be honest. I do have some flaws, of course, but like, I think I cope with it well. Like, no, no, fuck that. I don't think I cope with it well at all. But when I have flaws, I just like turn them into jokes and then people think I'm funny. Actually, no one thinks that. Like, bro, which word am I living in? I think I'm funny and that should be enough. Um, Beetlejuice is just, again, a classic. Um, My parents made me watch it when I was like seven and I don't even remember, but I just remember getting scared as hell. And last year, again, I think in October, man, it has been a year since I watched Beetlejuice for the first time. Wow. October 2020 is like a year ago. 12 months, bro. 52 weeks, bro. What the fuck? Oh, December is coming. Whatever, I'll deal with that later. Um, Beetlejuice is such a classic. The vibes, again, an 80s movie. Um, same with Edward Scissorhands, by the way. Um, and the creativity, the synopsis, the whole format, the scenes and, like, the special effects and, like, the sound effects. Like, they're just so Tim Burton and, like, so unique and like it just gives you comfort and you'll just love it if you if you like this whole aesthetic like me you'll love this you love beetlejuice um i love it my whatsapp whatsapp my what's whatsapp chat wallpaper is literally from beetlejuice right now and my wallpaper is actually Christmas on Nightmare in Christmas Nightmare on Christmas you know with Jack the skeleton and like the other girl Sally the Frankenstein girl that movie also Tim Burton's and it kind of like combines Christmas and Halloween together because they live in Halloween town or whatever and it's just all very goth and fall vibes as well so you should definitely check that out too I had forgot to write that down, but now that I remember it, it's good. Watch that too. It's also one of my favorites, although I don't remember the name of it. How hypocritical of me. Um, The next one, Jennifer's Body. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. A feminist masterpiece, Megan Fox best bisexual representation ever coming from a bisexual woman herself um the synopsis how badass it is how fall vibes it is how like american high school experience in the best way it is it's amazing i love that movie like you're killing people no i'm killing boys like that 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 line I love Megan Fox. I love her in that movie. I love her iconic um, lighting her own tongue scene a lot. I love, I love everything about that movie. And it has like a 5.7 on IMDb. And like 
it just shows how misogynistic this whole system is because I don't even get how you can give that a 5.7. That movie's a 10. And I mean, how can you not think that? Whatever. I'm kind of too passionate about this movie, but I just love it. It's just amazing. And if you haven't seen it, I think this is the best season to see it. Like, the whole vibes just fit perfectly. Definitely check it out. And I have two more suggestions that are not my favorites, but when I wrote these down, um, they came to my mind, which is The Craft and Ginger Snaps. The Craft is a really nice 90s is a really nice 90s classic that is about um, high school girls that are witches. The whole vibes are very nice. I think it's the best season to watch that. Like, pumpkins and magic and black magic and like goth girls and yeah it's just a perfect time to watch it i watched it over summer which was very stupid of me and i still enjoyed it a lot by the way like that's just how fun it is but it's not my favorite obviously or it's not in my favorites but if you have time if you want something witchy you should definitely check it out and ginger snaps is about a girl who turns into a werewolf um and i think it's set in like October September like it's also set in a school and it's kind of like it's fall and like it's set in Halloween I think kind of and it's also it was made in like 2001 and it's a really fun movie I watched it last October once again I was trying to like have a little marathon myself I wish I could do it again but this year no way no way ma'am like, I'm really sad about this, but, like, to be realistic, there's no way I can watch movies, <laughs> especially in these next two weeks. And in these next two weeks, October will be over. So, yeah. And then it's No Not November. That was disgusting. By the way, No Not November is just, like, the most virgin thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's the most My Name is Chad, my favorite movie is Wolf of Wall Street thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's the most I've never even watched, I've never even, I don't even know. I just hate No no, Not November. Like, why call it that? Just say November, bro. Like, okay, we get it. Like, Like, you've never touched a girl before. Like, we really get it. Like, we can see it on your face as well. You don't have to create this stupid ass no not november at all and then like you don't have to make stupid jokes about it thinking that you're funny because your dumbass friends laugh at you Ugh, fuck their iqs are not even minus five and you think you're funny because they find it funny how pathetic is that like Go home and read some books, Chad, okay? How did we come to this point? I can't keep my mouth shut, bro. I kind of hate guys. Oh my god, can I just rant about my own school a little? Uh, I mean, I don't like anyone at all. I'm pretty much a loner. I mean, I'm not technically... If you ever saw me at school, you're like, oh, she has this friend group. Am I happy to be there? 
not really i love being alone a lot with the guys my friends are like oh my god let's find you someone let's find you someone and there's not one dude that i don't roll my eyes at at school so it's pretty much no boyfy boyfy for me till i graduate um i mean yeah i know that sounds a little sad but honestly i'm so happy with it because i wouldn't want to be with anyone right now i i would want to be with someone but like i wouldn't want to be with anyone from school at this moment and they're all kind of assholes they're either assholes or just shallow ass guys that wouldn't get it i sound so pretentious man but like sometimes you just really need some someone that is deep enough to actually hear you you know like i just imagine a random guy and i going on a date like from someone from school and i i'm just like okay shit what are we gonna talk about like what subjects we take like get the fuck out of here why would i ever want to do that like of course i'd rather be by myself and just hang out in my room all alone and record podcasts um yeah so the the movie suggestions are over by the way you can turn it off if you want but yeah my life's pretty messy and at the same time boring um but as i said if you ever need anything if you ever want to talk about something i'm always here like actually although i am planning on deleting my instagram and youtube and netflix and tiktok for two weeks because i don't have any self-control and i think i should really do that because i really have to study and as long as i have instagram studying never happens okay like that's an exaggeration it does happen i have that much of self-control but like i think it would be easier if i just deleted them for a while and what was i gonna say oh but you can text me on whatsapp anytime I'm not kidding, like, you can just do that anytime if you ever need anything, if if you ever want to talk about anything. Um, Thank you so much for being here today, listening to me and keeping up with my bullshit. Um, If you have any suggestions, any good, bad feedbacks, I am very much open to hear them and I'd love to improve this podcast um in every way possible i hope you had a good time listening to it um i hope you like the suggestions i hope some of them made it to your list and i hope you're having a good day as well i hope everything's okay um i hope you're healthy happy um you know just chill hopefully And once again, thank you so, so much for listening to this. Um, I'm super grateful for everyone who listens to my podcast. Um, Yeah, let me know if there's anything you want to add or just say in general. 
Um, Again, have a great day. Love you so much. See you on the next episode. Bye.